Hello everybody out there and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. And I can't even count, I can't keep up with how many episodes we're at, but you know, I'm just so happy to be here with you on a Monday night. And, you know, a lot of people were coming up to me saying, yo, what happened to the episode? Yo, we missed you last Friday. Well, you know, like I said before, in the times that, you know, I'm not able to record at my regular time, you know, I think it's, again, and I don't want to sound redundant, but, you know, it just speaks to, you know, the the consistency that I want to continue to embody each and every week that I come out here and, and deliver the Talk That Talk show for you, whether it's on a Friday night or a Monday night. Um, for those people that don't uh, know, we actually started out on Monday nights uh, when I first started recording this uh, podcast. And I know we had done some Tuesdays as well, too. But, you know, I think that it was just so important because, you know, when I have been working, you know, countless hours over this whole year, um, and I talk to you guys so much about how important it is to have passions and to, you know, do things that make you happy and to, you know, have those things that, you know, truly can get you away from that daily grind that we put forth every single day. And, you know, for me, you know, through that grind, it's hard at times to, you know, set aside time to get away. And, you know, I said before how I use different escapes like Atlantic City to get away or, you know, nice little bowling, uh, you know, bowling leagues and, you know, going out sometimes to different bars and stuff. But, you know, it's, it's something different to like, you know, get on a flight and go out of the, uh, you know, out of the country if I, I was Darius. But, you know, for me, I didn't get the pleasure to go out of the country, but you know, I did go to Orlando uh, for spring break and. You know, I got the chance to go to Disney and, you know, at first, you know, you, you hear Disney and you think just it's so kitty and how you're going to have fun at Disney and as an adult. But, you know, it was cool because, you know, I got to come into the trip, you know, with Doc with an open mind and truly, you know, through Disney, it really just gave me a great experience of, you know, being a kid again, you know, going on rides like Dumbo and uh, Peter Pan, you know, um, and then also there were some really dope rides out there too, like Avatar. If you're ever going to Disney, I would highly suggest going on Avatar. If you're at uh, Hollywood Studios, another good ride, I would say Tower of Terror was dope. Um, Theo knows we were big fans of that Star Wars. I think it was Rise of the Resistance, which was really dope too. Um, but you know, if I had to tell you, you know. Some of my favorite ones that I was at, um, I would say, would definitely be Space Mountain. If you get a chance, you got to go to Space Mountain. It's this uh, roller coaster that's completely in the dark, and you're literally just going super fast. You know, I rode that at the front, and it was so much fun, man. Um, another one I would definitely suggest doing is going on, um, I, I would say, go to... Uh, you know what? I don't know. It's tough because, you know, I want to tell you to go to Splash Mountain, but at the same time, I want to tell you also to go to the uh, Seven Dwarfs because those are definitely some roller coaster rides that, you know, I really enjoyed, uh, especially because, you know, a, a lot of times with Disney, you don't think you're going to get the dips and you don't think you're going to get exactly the Six Flags experience that you normally would. 
But like I said, you know, I really enjoyed my time at Disney and, you know, just stepping back and, and being able to get away. You know, it's something that I think we all need to, you know, do at, at some point within our lives, whether, you know, we're going through those times at our workplace, whether you're going through uh, family issues, you know, sometimes just getting away can kind of recenter us and bring us back to, you know, how to get back to being productive and get back out there. And for me, you know, I would have to say that, you know, with getting that inner childhood back out of me, uh, with being at Disney, it just kind of rejuvenated me to come back. Um, I don't think a lot of people know, but, um, you know, at times flying or being up in heights, I know I just talked about how much I like roller coasters and stuff, but sometimes it's not exactly what I feel most comfortable with. And, you know, I started semi-freaking out on the fl on the flight up where I was, you know, sweating a little bit and uh, just, just I don't know, I was just out of it, man. And, you know, just kind of just took a step back, you know, relaxed, breathed, and, and just had faith that I'd be okay. And, you know, when we landed, it, it was like no other, man. You know, you go out from Jersey and, and you're not used to this uh, this warm weather that they had out in Florida, so... You know, I think at times, too, I bring that up to say that, you know, in in life, you know, you're going to have to take some risks. And even though, like, you know, just going on a plane doesn't maybe it may not seem like a risk. But for some people, there are people that have, you know, those flight uh, anxiety and stuff like that. And, you know, for me personally, also to take the risk of, you know, going out to a Disney where, you know, I might not know if I if I like it or if it's going to be corny or stuff like that. You know, I just th I think that it was just further validation at the end of the trip that if you look at things, you know, objectively and with an open mind, you never know how you're going to feel about something. You know, I think that, you know, we were it was funny because there was this ride, I think it was called the Carousel of Progress. And, you know, it's literally just this revolver, revolving like slideshow where you're moving in the audience as, you know, it shows you the progress of how the American family has, you know, kind of progressed forward. And, you know, something as simple as that ride to me was just so reflective at Disney where it's like, damn, you know, it kind of like makes you think like, oh, man, like, you know, we went from, you know, having outhouses and, and gaslit uh, lights to, you know, being, you know, in a VR experience and having a different technology that's, you know, advanced. So, you know, that's what I think is so dope about Disney and for people that haven't been out there, you know, there's so much ways to be interactive, whether you're going on roller coaster rides, whether you're going on just a ride of, you know, knowledge and seeing, um, I think Pirates of the Caribbean, even though there wasn't like a lot of dips and upside downs and anything like that, just the detail that they put into these massive rides, which is something I think that, you know, a lot of amusement parks, you know, it's just about the thrill. You know, when you go to Six Flags, you want to be scared shitless. You know what I'm saying? When you go to Six Flags, you know that you want to potentially lose your lunch, you know? But, you know, with Disney, again, I just felt like it was so much of the entertainment factor and a lot of the appreciation of, you know, the hard work that it put to make that. And, you know, I was just excited to just step away and be a part of that on vacation, man. And I think that, you know, with also being on vacation, it, it's it's very, um, in a way, humbling. I know at least for me it was because um, I talk again about just working so hard 
and sometimes putting yourself, you know, on budgets to where you can't do a lot of the things that you may want to do. And, you know, to be on vacation, you know, eat how you want, even though I feel like a fucking bowling ball right now with how much I've eaten. But, you know, just being able to go out there and drink what you want, eat whatever you want um, and just experience something new every single day. You know, it's something that I think a lot of people should look for when you're going to vacationing and just prioritize it. Because, like I said, when I've came back, you know, I've just been ripping and raring to go, man. And, you know. To, to be, you know, on vacation and to be humbled, you know, I've been in situations where I couldn't, you know, exactly go where I wanted to go or I couldn't or, you know, buy the things that I wanted to. And that's not to say that I've made it by any stretch. No way. I'm still a broke boy for real. But <laughs> what I will say is that you should, you know, take the advantage to, you know, splurge on yourself and, you know, for me, reflectively, you know, sitting in a hot tub an hour before your flight, you know, it kind of just humbled me to the fact that, like, you know, I just remember those days when I couldn't do that. And I just feel so blessed, man. Um, I felt blessed to, you know, ex uh, share the vacation with someone special to me. You know, I felt, you know, blessed to be in the position to go out and, and not be somewhere home and, um, to just experience, man. I think that, you know, with us taking this journey, you know, part of the appreciation of that journey is the, is the, uh, is the travel or, you know, the miles that you put on in that journey. And, you know, I feel as though that, you know, this trip for me to Disney, you know, even though it might've seemed like just a simple, um, you know, spring break trip, you know, for me, it was just, you know, validation that I just, I'm really blessed, man. Um, I'm blessed to have a situation where, you know, I'm not going to I wasn't able to record. But at the same time, you know, I, I feel the need to go out here and record it tonight, man. Uh, Ishabai Crane says the man, the myth, the legend on oh, my boy Malachi. Big shout out to Malachi as well, too. But, um, yo, like I said, I'm just so blessed. You know, I feel so whole and, you know, it kind of in a way at the end of the trip, we always talk about, you know, just how sad it is when you have to leave and when you're in this like euphoric place and, you know, let me tell you, Disney is a magical place. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, seeing the fireworks and, you know, doing character dinners and, you know, it, it, it's wild. You know, it, it definitely brings you out of reality. But when you have to come back, you know, when you look and you're like, damn, I got to get out this hot tub, uh, the car service is here to take us to the airport. You know, it's like, damn, man, like I really got to go back. But, you know, I think that one of the reasons why I was so excited, you know, to come back, even though I had such a great trip, is because, you know, I had so much change that would be going on. You know, I had a lot of things different. Uh, before I left on my trip, I told to talk to you guys about, you know, how I was leaving, you know, my New York job uh, for a different opportunity. And, you know, just the nervousness that comes with that. And a lot of times when I thought back on it, you know, especially after today, you know, people ask, you know, well, what kept you there so long? And, and, you know, if you were, you know, at certain things, you know, why, why'd you stay so long? And I think that this goes to a lot of us as well, too, when we're reflecting back on why we do the things that we do or why we may feel a certain way about certain situations. But above all, I think the one reason why... We, as people, sometimes 
stay a little bit longer than way we may have thought is comfortability. I think it can become very um, easy to not exactly want something a little bit more when you're getting what you're not used to getting, you know? I, you know, with me having this New York job, you know, I was making a little bit more money than I was at my previous job with Playworks before I got let go. And in a way, you know, I got comfortable. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, but I was making way more money than what I was before. But, you know, after the commuting, you know, after, you know, different things that happens on the job, you know, consistently, you know, at the end of the day, as I talked to this one guy at Disney, and this is why I'm bringing this all up, you know, I talked to this dude at Disney, and he was just, he's a, a ride worker, you know what I'm saying, just a guy that told you, are you this tall enough, can you go on the ride, but this dude said he was working there for 46 years, you know, here I was in a situation at a school that I was tired of being there, and it wasn't even a full year in, and this dude you know, he was at his job for 46 years. I was at Playworks for less than 10. And, and each day I was counting down the days to uh, take my next step. But here this guy, he took his step with Disney and was there for 46 years. And, I, and it, it boggled me. It's like, how can someone stay at the same place for so long? But when you truly do love the things that you do, and when you truly find enjoyment and work doesn't feel like work, you know, that's what we're constantly striving to get, man. And, you know, I may not have found that in my last job, but, you know, consistently trying to figure out what you want to do is why we get up in the morning, man. And, you know, I've was a little nervous, you know, coming back at the end of the trip because, you know, I'll be, again, moving into this next opportunity. And, you know, at times, you know, change can be nervous. It can make you nervous. Change can make you feel like you made the wrong decision, right? And that's the type of things that I thought about on the plane back. Like, shit, did I make the right fucking, you know, decision to leave? You know, like, I don't know. Like, you know, is, is, is what I'm doing the right decision? And, you know, these are things that, you know, kind of, you know, went through my head. But, you know, it's natural to feel that, you know what I'm saying? But I had to think back to something I told everybody on this show. And, and it's good sometimes because you have to take your own advice. Otherwise, why are we talking? You know what I'm saying? Why are we trying to enlighten people if we're not going to take the same advice that we give to people? And, you know, one of the things, you know, as far as, you know, not being complacent, you know, as well, too, but, you know, above all, you know, when it comes down to, you know, doing the things that you love and, and trying to maintain and, and keep things going, you know, you just have to stick true to your core values, man, and, and, and try and believe that your decisions that you make for yourself are the right ones, you know? I think it's so easy to, at times, um, you know, fight with ourselves or think that, you know, or have that self-doubt, or think that, yo, I shouldn't have done that, you know what I'm saying? But the one thing, like I said, the advice that I had to tell to myself was that if you want to have change, you gotta move differently. If you want different results, you have to move differently, right? And, you know, when I had to break it down, you know, as far as, you know, the things that I wanted, you know, at this last job, the the thing that I was prioritizing the most 
was the money that I was receiving from it, man. And I'm telling you guys, like, if your sole influence in your career path is just getting bread, just getting money, that shit is going to die out quickly, man. You know, when it comes down to doing something that you want to do, doing something that's your passion, doing something that's your career path, you know, you just got to put 110% into whatever it is that you believe in, you know, you got to, because we only get one life, man, and, you know, I just felt that, you know, I wasn't exactly prioritizing my self-happiness, the things that made me happy, you know, and, and you know, one of the things that I truly love is my free time. You know what I'm saying? I love time to be, because in my free time, I can make this Talk That Talk show. I can be productive, do different avenues, do this whole Cat Master B shit I want to talk to you guys about. But all of that takes time. And through this other job, you know, it was taking a lot of my time that I wanted back, right? And I bring this all to say, when I got back at the end of today, which is my first day at the new opportunity new position and you know the way I felt you know I haven't felt in a long time you know um you know I was able to get out you know in good time I didn't have to take a, a ass long you know commute like I've been doing for damn near most of my adult life you know I for the first time was able to really just take a drive to work and then come on back and have so much time to do whatever it is that I wanted to do and that shit meant the world to me, man, because like I said, you know, oftentimes we're sacrificing so much, you know, whether it be time, whether it be energy, whether it be money, you know, there's always sacrifice to get to the next step or to get to where we want to go next. And I just was so happy that the sacrifice that I made was validated after I had finished the day today. I knew once I finished today that the changes that I made and the decision to move forward in a different direction and to be uncomfortable with with being well with being comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, I was able to get, you know, that happiness that I was lacking for so long with being at this other position. And, you know, I can't tell you enough how great a feeling it is to validate your own feelings and your own intentions and your own goals. Because, you know, when you're living this life, you're not living it for someone else. You're living it, you know, to the fullest for yourself. We only get one body, one, you know, mind, one soul. So you don't want to waste that, man. And I think that, you know, at times, in trying to get this continuous pursuit of, you know, success, happiness, whatever you equate that to, you know, I think it's at times lost being able to step back. And that's what I was able to do at Disney. I was able to step back, you know, be a kid again, not have to worry about, you know, trying to take the next step in something, trying to grind, trying to be productive, trying to, I got to just take a step back and relax and I just can't tell you how much that's done for me just in flying back yesterday, you know. And again, today, to then also be validated in the feelings that I had and, you know, to know that, you know, the decisions that have been made were in right intention and they were the right ones. And, you know, it's a great feeling, man. So, 
you know, above all, what I, I just want to tell the people is that, you know, just be confident in yourself, man. Whether you don't think you made the right decision about something, just stand 10 toes down, man. And, you know, I promise you nine times out of 10, when you act with confidence and a sound reason mind, you know, the outcomes that you want will happen more often than not. And I'm just happy that, you know, I'm happy so far in this new opportunity. You know, I'm very happy and grateful for the last opportunity that I was at. And, you know, I'm just happy and grateful to be happy with who I am right now and where I'm at. Because, you know, again, we talk about the journey and just how good it feels to be on that journey or to get from point A to point B and, you know, to get there. And to come here with you guys on a Monday night, on a night that isn't exactly Talk That Talk Show. But it means the world to me to be able to come here with you guys and share that with y'all, man. Because, you know, it, it, it's it's one thing to to do things because you have to. And it's another thing to do things because you want to. And I'm just glad that, you know, over these last couple of days, I've been doing things that I wanted to rather than what I had to. And, you know, one of the things that I do really like that I want to do because I like to do is I, you know, I love collecting these fitted hats, man. And for me, there's been some hype, obviously, around my fitteds. But because I'm very neutral, you know, I like a lot of different places, hat stores. I want to show you guys some of the other pickups in the hat game that I was able to make. This one right here, got this from Exclusive Fitted. Uh, nice little pink brim, two-tone, one of my favorite Mets hats, the black on the blue brim with the uh, pink bottom. Flat batterman in the back. Staple hat, but I never had this quite like this in this, you know, black-white-pink combo with the, I think this is the 40th anniversary patch on the side here. And then I wanted to also move on to the lids drops, guys. Yo, whether people don't know it or not, lids has been doing their thing in the exclusive game. And this one actually released not too long ago. This was uh, one of the top five from the pack. This is actually called the Bunny Hop Mets hat. We got the 50th anniversary patch on the side here. Teal under visor. This was our Easter pack called the Bunny Hop. And then inside, we have this, like, plaid arrangement inside the hat with a little uh, bunny tail, the brown tail on the top. This this hat is the one that I really like, man. I'm, like I said, Lids has been stepping it up, especially with a nice two-tone. You know, it's the year of the two-tone. So, hey, shout out to Lids, man. And then this one right here is a fucking sleeper, man. I'm telling you. This is called the Desert Pine uh, we got a brown hat here, again, with the 40th anniversary patch that I have on the side of this hat. But, yo, the two-tone on this with the, uh, I think it's like a cream uh, under visor, I guess you want to say. Yo, this one slaps, guys. Um, I'm telling you, this is going to be a hat that's going to get a lot of uh, use out of me in the, in the summertime, especially with some of the jerseys that I have. Yo, it's fire, man. And then, finally, I was able to get one other hat. This one is dope. I haven't mentioned them in a while. Big shout out to Hat Club on this one. Um, the first time Yote had a drop, I think it was the Ballpark Snacks Pack, the Mets weren't included. We only had about four or five teams to choose from, so I didn't I didn't get the pack. I didn't touch it. 
But the second time we had a Mets version of it, and I and I and especially because you know I come from obviously a baseball background, and when I was in the outfield, I used to love chewing sunflower seeds. So this one means a lot to me. This is the Mets hat, kind of gives you that uh, pink lemonade slash taxi vibes. Uh, but we got the World's Fair patch. You know, uh, Russ has kind of made that a little bit famous with the Mets hat that he dropped recently. Uh, but this one is a hat club hat. I think the thing that makes it the most different, aside from the red button here that will give you that David Sunflower Seeds look, is the blue bottom. I mean, come on, guys. You know, a yellow hat with the blue bottom. Uh, we saw all the right try to do it when they had the neon, but it just didn't pop like this David Sunflower Seeds uh, collab, I guess you want to call it from hat club absolutely fire and then you know i'm also very excited because this weekend you know i haven't been able to go to my fitness these past couple weeks but you know i want to stay true and stay um you know loyal to the people that have supported me out at the drops every single week um i want to stay loyal to the people that you know are excited to meet cat master b and you know be a part of what we're doing uh it's it's like I said, the journey of where I started with the first hat that I posted on Catmaster B. It's been amazing to be a part of, man. Coming from making T-shirts, uh, you know, reselling hats, meeting people, uh, sharing ideas, um, and now you know, creating dope ass pins that we can sell in store and go to different venues to sell. You know, it's progress and. It's progress that I don't take lightly and I really do enjoy. You know, I told you guys about doing something that you're passionate about and, you know, just trying to find something different. And, you know, hats have been something different that's really um, empowered me. And, you know, I, I, don't, I, I we've been kind of hesitant to show people the, some of the different colorways that we're going to be dropping at Capcom. Um, if you're, you know, if you've been rocking out with me as Capmaster for a long time, uh, you may have seen the, a couple of these, but, you know, for the first time on the Talk That Talk show, I'm going to show you guys all the different colorways that we're going to be dropping at Capcom, me and Kenny Lou as the Garden State Collaborative. So, as you know, people are always in our DMs trying to buy hats off us, trying to offer us big money for our hats because you can't just buy them at the store. So, you know, that's where the whole not for sale idea came about. So here, for the first time, I'm going to show you guys all the different colorways that we have here. First one up, we have the red OG colorway. Super fire. It's the first one that we released. It sold out, I think, twice in stores at MyFitteds, and it's one of people's favorites. Here we have the orange one that I'm really excited about. For those Mets fans, I had you in mind when it came down to you know the different colorways that we were trying to drop here, all right? This is going to be the orange one. Um, yo, like I said, this is my panic one here. Then to the right, we have the green one. This is the green not for sale pin. Yo, there's been a lot of different green, you know, good greens that have been coming out, and especially with some of the hats that have been dropping. You know, this was a huge inspiration is, you know, my love for the green brim. And pretty much when we were, you know, growing up, when you were in Little League, all your hats in the bottom always had the green bottom. So, again, this, this kind of brings me back to those Little League days, and I'm really excited about this green one. Then we get to the big hitters. These are the ones that a lot of people have been asking for, and we're happy to bring it to them. This one is the lavender one. Yo, I'm telling you, it, 
you may want to be at my fitness this Saturday. That's all I'm going to say. All right, that's all I'm going to say. But this lavender right here, this one is fire. Then when it comes down to my boy Eric, this is actually his favorite. We got the icy blue one, okay? The icy blue, straight gas, man. Woo! And then finally, we got the pink one. You know we had to do the pink one with the pink brim. You know, we got a pink uh, not for sale joint. So we got six different colorways that will be dropping at Capcom. Uh, red, orange, green. Uh, we got the, the lavender, icy blue, pink. And then the Capcom exclusive for people that don't see, we actually have the, the Capmaster B for the first time in red and black. And we got the devil's hat on the Capmaster B pin, man. Um, we've seen a lot of people do, uh, you know, hats where they put, you know, the, the MLB hats on it. Um, we've seen a lot of people do NFL hats before. But this one right here. Has the first time that I've seen anybody put an NHL logo on a pin. I'm going to tell you, I don't think I've seen anybody else do it yet. But I'm telling you, this one right here, people are going to go crazy for it. Capcom, man. But, you know, for those people that will be in attendance on Saturday at MyFitness, I will be bringing a select few of these. And you can come up to me at the drop and I will have them for purchase for you guys. I want you all to be able to get a chance before everyone tries to buy these out at Capcom. Big shout out to my boy Bones Brims. He said, can't make it this Saturday, but I need one of each. Bones, I got you, man. I'm going to set all seven pins aside for you, brother. I think you actually have the red one, so you only need six. But, you know, I will have all of those pins for you, Bones. Um... You know, I'll DM you and we'll figure it out on, you know, how we can get you those pins. Because I know you're the pin master and we want you rocking it, bro. I appreciate you. Big shout out to Jessica Gutowski, uh, who's on our Facebook live stream. Big shout out to uh, Benzy Brims on our Instagram live stream. Tyler Mortensen. Um, another thing I was talking to you guys about. Big shout out to my guys, DIY, the fam. Uh, they got a big win in... Um, the UBA match over this past weekend, we won 30 to 10. We put ourselves back in contention. We're 18 points out of a playoff spot. All I'm saying is with two weeks left, who wants the bold DIY, man? I don't want to be a, on the back end of that train because, you know, we've been uh, working. And, you know, again, we talk about being confident in ourselves, being confident in the people that we stand with. And I'm just proud of those guys, and I'm proud of the people that I've grown with, you know, I've gotten better with, and how we've grown our family, too, to where, you know, this team is more than just wearing a fucking jersey, man. It's about a brotherhood, man. And I think that that's what makes most teams successful is when it feels like you're a part of something and you're not just doing something, you know? And, guys, that, that about does it for me here on the Talk That Talk show. Big shout out to my boy, Kenny Lou, who just popped it on the IG. Kenny, I, I, I had to give him a little taste, just a quick little taste, all right? Just a little bit, but don't worry, I didn't give him too much out. Um, for those people that do want, like I said, we want to reiterate, you know, me and Kenny Lou, we're going to have some of those pins on deck. Uh, if you want, reach out to us because I'm telling you, Capcom's going to be a movie, man. It's going to be a movie. Um, big shout out to our sponsors, Timmy Hugel over at Ink Parlor. He helped me to make the dope, dope uh, NJ Devil Catmaster B pin. 
Um, that's going to be, again, a Capcom exclusive. Um, just suit, again, you know, you got to keep the right people around you that push you in the right direction, man. And, yo, I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of these things entrepreneurial-wise if it wasn't for my boy Tim. And I'm sure he can do the same for you as far as building your small business, too. So, you know, hit him up over at Ink Parlor. You know, help you to get your merchandise popping. And it's high quality, too, man. Come on. And then finally, want to give a shout out to my boy Savion Gaynor over at Skydive Socks. You know, this is a guy, again, that I'm always in the trenches with. Um, I appreciate him so much. Even when I wasn't at Disney, um, he was still able to go to All the Right for me and pick up, you know, some hats for me, man. And, you know, I know what it is to get up on a Saturday and you know, give up and sacrifice. Remember we talked about sacrifice. Sacrifice a little of your time and energy and money to go out to a different state just to pick up a hat. I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, my friend Savion did that for me. And, you know, I just can't underestimate. And that's, again, this trip has shown me so much. But, um, again, I just truly believe I have some of the best support system and family and friends in the world you know, when I sold some hats in Disney, surprisingly enough, had to have my dad, you know, ship off some hats for me and get things together. And, you know, like I said, I wouldn't have been able to do half the things that I do if it wasn't for my support system. Shout out to Kenny Lou, who was able to pick up some hats for me at ECAP while I wasn't able to be there. And that's, again, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's having a team of people around you that want to uplift you and want to help you out, man. You know, that's what makes me feel so whole, you know, outside of, you know, taking the necessary changes to be positive and go in the right direction. You know, I just feel as though I got the right people around me so that I can continue in the right direction. So, you know, big shout out to everyone in my life that's had a positive influence on me. Um, you guys are the reasons why I continue to push forward and be a better person each day that I, you know, wake up and, also, the reason why is so important that even though I wasn't there on Friday to show you all that I'm still going to record an episode for you all because, you know, I wouldn't be here and talk that talk show wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you all. So once again, big shout out to my boy Eric Rivera on Instagram live stream. Big shout out to Theo Mahan, uh, who also said Space Mountain is godlike. Dude, we rode it five times. I will never get tired of Space Mountain, man. But again, go to Disney if you if you have the chance. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was great to step away, and, and I'm I'm rejuvenated, man. You know, everybody, I want to thank also for subbing for me. Angie, uh, big shout out to my pops. Also, a big shout out to Steven Weeks, who subbed for me uh, on Wednesday night. You know, everybody did their jobs to put it in a position for me to bring this bad boy back, all right? We got a lot of strikes on the horizon, so just stay tuned till Friday. Oh, wait. I got to tell you guys, too. Friday, we'll be going to the Devils game. So to uh, this week, for the second week in a row, we're going to do a different uh, showtime this one will be on Saturday, okay? So we're going to be recording Saturday night, all right? Even though, like I said, it's not going to be our customary time of Friday, it's still important for me to deliver you all an episode of the Talk That Talk Show. But I also have to live my life, and I want to do things that make me happy. And, you know, part of the reason why I got this Devil's logo on this pin 
because I do love my Devils. If you know me, I've been to playoff games. You know, to to see that team, regardless whether they win, lose, ass, trash, you know, I really enjoy them, man. And they're a big reason why, you know, I love going to hockey. I love seeing them hit the glass and everything. And I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to go on Friday for the last game of the season. I'm excited to eat prime rib at a hockey game in the club seats. Shout out to Doc. You know the vibes. But, um, yo, again, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I won't be able to record this Friday, but I promise you all that Saturday we will have an episode of this Talk That Talk show. I'm going to continue to deliver on my promises of bringing you an episode each and every week. And I'm just going to try and continue to get better each and every day and learn as I go, man. Um, I appreciate you all for rocking out with me each and every week. I love you all. Uh, Tim Sikori says, Barry, hope you had a great time on vacation. I did, brother. But you know what? It's time to come back. And I'm back home. I'm hungrier than ever. And I'm just ready to finish off this, uh, this school year uh, on the right note. I'm ready to finish off this bowling season on the right note. And I'm just ready to, 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 you know, bust through the doors of summer, man. Let's fucking get it, man. I'll see you guys next week. I'm super pumped. I'm rejuvenated. This is what you want. Is this what you want? Because this is what I got for you guys. Every single week, you can depend on me to bring you all an episode of this Talk That Talk show. I love you all, and I'll see you next week.